Right, so let's see what we don't want to miss on Daflamid Ches. What are the matmonim? What are the hidden treasures on Daflamid Ches? So I'm still a bit in the middle of it, so I'll tell you how far I am. What's interesting is we've been talking about different dimensions of matzah. We've been talking about the, the ingredients of matzah, what it's made from. We've been talking about um, how it's made, how it's baked, uh, in what kind of fire, what kind of the, various different aspects of the, of the preparation of matzah. Today we talk about two intangible ingredients of, of the matter. The one is, is ownership, and the other is shimur. The one is that the matter has to be yours, and the other is the matter has to be uh, watched, and so on. We're talking about the matter with, for which you yotze the mitzvah of matter. We're not just talking about general matter. We're talking about the matter of, of uh, first night Pesach. So on that we have a din in the Rambam, where the Rambam says in Perik Hei Halochavov that matzo, if it's if it's truma, if it's ma'isa from which truma some ma'isa hasn't been taken, or it's uh, it's tevel, um, or if it's matzo gazula, or if you've stolen it, it's not yours. Uh, you're not yotze on it. And the question is where the Rambam gets that from, because it, that it doesn't say that we know about sukkah gazula, we know about the lulav gazula, we don't know about bamatza, there isn't such a thing. And there, there are two different views. The one is that it's a Yerushalmi, there's a Yerushalmi in Chala, in the end of the of Halachavov of Perik Aleph, of, in, in Masech the Chala, where the Yerushalmi says that you can't make a brocha on matza gazula. Why? Because it's a mitzvah ha-ba-ba-vera, and the Yerushalmi has an interesting discussion on the sugi of mitzvah ha-ba-ba-vera. And although the, the, the focus of the Yerushalmi is on making a brocha, um, it, 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 it seems from there that it's not just making a brocha, you can't be yotze for the same reason, it's a mitzvah ba-ba-vera, and the Magid Mishnah says that's where the Rambam gets it from. Uh, the Rabbeinu Manav says the Rambam goes with the Shittas HaRosh. There's a famous Rosh on our sugya, where the Rosh says our Gemara comes out clearly that stolen matzah can't be used. If the matzah isn't yours, it can't be used. Where does it come from? Because our Gemara goes into a discussion about Maisa Sheni. So Maisa Sheni is that Maisa, that tithe that you have to take off and spend in Yerushalayim. Or redeem it and spend the money in Yerushalayim on the first, second, fourth and fifth years of the Shemitah cycle. So the Gemara says, Maisa Sheni, uh, there's a Machlokis Rabbi Meir and the Chachomim about whether it's Chai of Chala and whether um, you can be Yotze for, for Pesach, for Matzah, uh, and so on. Because the Machlokis Rabbi Meir and Chachomim is whether Maisa Sheni belongs to you, just that you have to spend it in Yerushalayim, or whether it isn't really yours. The money is, is Mom and Gavad, the, the money really belongs to the Rebbe Shalom or the product product belongs to the Rebbeinu Shalom, and do, you have to, and do you have to spend it or not? So there's a question as, as to whether Maiser Sheni belongs to you or it doesn't. And the Gemara then says, I understand Chala, you only give Chala from bread that is yours. Uh, but, and I understand Esrog, you can only use an Esrog because it says Lachem, it must be yours. But it doesn't say anywhere the Matzah must be yours. Says the Gemara, we learn a, we learn a Gezerah Shova. Um, lechem, lechem, we learn, since the word lechem is used with chala and lechem is used with matzah, we learn a gzera shova and we say that just as 
Chala can only be given from bread that is yours, so matzah has to be from bread that is yours. Says the Rosh in our, in our sugya, you see from here that if it's stolen, matzah doesn't work. Matzah must be yours. And although the, the Gemara doesn't specifically say, <coughs> say that, it deals with Maishashen, it doesn't deal with stolen, it's clear that, that matzah must be yours, and therefore if the matzah is not yours, it, it doesn't work. In the Yerushalmi, it comes to it from the whole side of, of Mitzvah Ba'avera. So the Magid Mishnah says that's the Makor for the Rambam, that's what the Rambam bases on. And Rabbeinu Manoch says he bases on this Gemara uh, according to the, the, the approach of the, of the Rosh. The differences, the Korban Sanel says the differences are that if it's because of Mitzvah Ba'avera, the problem is with the, the, with the person, not really with the matzah. You, your mitzvah is built on something you did wrong. That's an, that's an isra in the, for, for the human being. You did something wrong, and a mitzvah that comes out of something you did wrong is not a good mitzvah. Uh, and, but for anybody else, it would be okay. Somebody who didn't do wrong, they could eat that matzah. There's nothing wrong with a the matzah. There's something wrong with you. Whereas if it, the problem is lachem, that matzah must be yours, then if matzah isn't yours, it doesn't matter whether you did anything wrong or not. It's just not yours. And therefore, it's important to see that every person owns their own piece of matzah when it comes to Pesach. You need to give each person their piece of matzah because it must be theirs. It's not good enough that it wasn't taken by Avera. So that would be the difference between the, uh, the Rosh, the Ritvo, and Sukkah says, uh, the, the matzah gzud is fine. It's not, it's, it, it doesn't apply. It's not a mitzvah by Avera, and, and the sugi is not talking about it. So there's quite a machlokas rishonim in that. What, what's important is this understanding of the, the fact that we have, that an object that is owned is, a, is different from an object that isn't. And mo- most things, it doesn't matter that much. You can do, you can put on tefillin that aren't your, aren't your own. You can be mekayim them, it's worth tefillin. There are lots of things you can do that the object doesn't have to be your own. Um, but there are some things for which it does have to be your own. And particularly when it comes to kodshim, when we're dealing with korbonus, the korban has to be yours. Um, and it's interesting that in, the, in this sugya, the, the halochas of matzah in, in, in some ways follow the halochas of kodshim a little bit. So the matzah must be yours, because don't forget, our matzah is a merorim techlu. Matzah is part of the korban pesach. Today we have matzah on its own, and it's, and, and it's a mitzvah doraisa on its own. Um, but it's still, it's form, it forms part of the korban Pesach. So there's an element of matzah which is korban. There's an element of matzah which is like, which is like avoda. <coughs> and the need to own the matzah, if we go like the Rosh, <coughs> the need to own that matzah is like in, like in, like in Kodshim. It has to be yours. We see another element which is similar to Kodshim, which is the, the mitzvah of Shimur, which is further on in the Gemara on, on our death. And that is that the matzahs have to be kept. They have to be watched. It's not only that they have to be watched so that they don't become chomets. So that's through the whole manufacturing process. That's shmura matzah. Shmura matzah means matzah which has been watched. So what are you watching it for? So you're watching it so it doesn't become chomets. You make sure that water is kept away from it. But we see in our Gemara that it's more than that. You've got to be shomerit l'shem matzah. You've got to do it with the intention of doing it for matzah. So much so that Agamora goes into the question that there are other places that need matzahs. For example, um, a korban toida, a thanksgiving offering, needs matzahs. A nozu brings rikike matzahs, he brings, he brings matzahs. And they also, they can't be chomets. So what happens if you were watching this for the purpose of a nozu's korban or a korban toida, and then you switched? You said, look, I've got all this matzah, and the nozu didn't turn up, uh, or the... Or the 
the man who was supposed to bring the, the Thanksgiving offering didn't turn up, so we'll use it for Pesach. And it's sure, well, I've been watching it to make sure it doesn't become chometz. Yes, but you've been watching it for the purpose of a korban todo. You weren't watching it for the purpose of, of something that can be eaten as matzah on Pesach. And that, and that has to be part of the shimur, that you're watching it for that purpose. And that also, that idea of something being dedicated to a purpose from the beginning uh, is also a, a kodshim dika kind of a law. It's, it's, it's kind of part of, of, of the laws of avoid, of temple service. So it's quite interesting when we get to Pesach to remember that, the, that in eating matzah is probably the closest we can come today to, to avoid the space amikdash. And, and you see in the, in the whole Seder, you see that a lot of it revolves around that. And that the whole thing, we try and react some of the Beis HaMikdash Avoida. That's probably the closest that we can. Then we eat it. It's like the Korban Pesach. And then we've got Afikoman, which is like the Korban Pesach. There's nothing else that we do. Yes, we say davening is in place of the Avoida, but it's not, it's, it's not Beis HaMikdash work. It's not eating. It's not the, the closest we come to bringing a Korban today is, is matzah. And we see in all the halachas that there are there. Um, and, and, and there's another element in it. The element of ownership reminds me the, to the fact, if we say this is avoda, this is temple service, this is korban, this is giving something to Hashem, and it must be yours, it reminds me of things that, that my great uncle Rebellia used to say in the yeshiva. Always be careful. Don't be a tzaddik on somebody else's cheshbon. Don't be a, a tzaddik on somebody else's account. You want to be from, make sure you're paying for it. And he used to say, for example, <coughs> you're a married man, <coughs> don't do negavasa in your bedroom. Yeah, I know that it's a yamachmir and, then, and so you don't want to go Abba Amis without doing, without doing negavasa. He said, but you disturb your wife. You wake her up. Don't be a tzaddik on somebody else's cheshbon. And he used to give many, many examples of that. Basic halacha you have to keep no matter what. But if you want to go beyond that, you want to be a tzaddik, you want to give a korban, make sure it's yours. Don't give a korban at somebody else's expense. Make sure it's on your time, your money, whatever it is. If you're giving it to the Rebunisha, make sure it's yours. That's part of the idea of bailus, of owning the things that you give up to, to the Rebunisha. And we learn something also from the Shimur. It's interesting that the Shimur has two elements to it. You're watching this matzah. What are you watching it for? So that it doesn't become comet. So if I say to you, why are you watching the, the matzah? And you say, so that it doesn't become chometz. That's not good enough. You've got to be able to say, because it's matzah, it's, it's matzah shul mitzvah. I'm, wa- I'm watching it because this is going to be used on, Pes- on Pesach. And you see from here the difference between the reason for doing something and the purpose of doing something. They're two different things. And, and with everything you do, you should be able to answer both questions. In English, we just say, why are you doing it? And the, the reason is the purpose, it's the same, but it's not the same. In Hebrew, there's a difference between lama and lama. Lama, what, what's the reason you're doing it? I'm, you do, I'm watching it so it doesn't become chomets. That's the lama. Lama, for what purpose are you doing it? For, matzah, for, for, for the mitzvah of matzah. And the same it is with, with everything. You go to work. Lama, why are you going to work? To earn a living. That's fine. That's an answer to lama. But lama, for what purpose? Why is that important to you? What are you going to do with the living you're, work, you're working for? That's purpose. You see in the mitzvah of, of Shimur the difference between reason and purpose and that one has to be able to answer both questions. I'm doing this for the following reason, and I'm doing it for, this, for the following purpose, which is a higher purpose.